You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Blazer Focus Podcast. I'm Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live, and I'll be making yet another market correction <laughs> regarding my expectations yeah, for this will. team in the month of January. And I'm sure that my co-host, Craig Burnback, will ridicule, mock, and dismiss me as well he should because I'm making more market corrections than the true market has done probably in the last 50 years. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm entitled. I can do that if I would like to. But Craig, how are you on this fine Monday afternoon hour? before the college football national title game. Uh, I'm good. I think it's uh, all I kept doing is uh, you predict you you had said, yeah, the Blazers just got to go two and one on the, you know, they really need to go two to one for my prediction of them to finish in the top four by like the all-star break. And I just kept checking off the <laughs> own one, oh two, oh three. Messed up. And I just want to make it clear. The market correction is Fentress said he market corrected <laughs> the fact that the team was not going to be in the top six by the time. Certain time. No, I said top be two. The top four. Okay, first top I said top two. two by the end of January. Then after they went two and four on that trip where Lillard broke the record and they lost two at OKC, I switched it to top four. Now they've gone yeah, 0 and 3 it? on this past trip. I'm about to switch it to something yeah. else, which we will get to later in my factor ventures. <laughs> so that's the market correction that I had told him it wasn't going to happen, and it did not happen. Well, we don't know yet. They can, ventures, they can win 12 in a row. I can still get my could. original market you could. Uh, or prediction. And it's weird because I feel... In, uh, we've known each other for over a decade, and in previous years, I've always felt you were the pessimist, often, uh, and I was more optimistic. But our roles are kind of reversed, and you keep on making excuses for this team's, you know, inability to rise up and stay mediocre at best. So, uh, oh, no, they're right at mediocrity. yeah. I'm interested to see in the next. They're, right, they're right at mediocrity. They what are, are you talking about. They're the definition of mediocrity. But well, I think there's some legit excuses, but go ahead. Well, I would say they were 10 and 3, and now they're under 500. They were so I three. would say, if you cut it that way, and I'd also say they haven't beaten good teams since the first two weeks of the season. I mean, they so they beat bad teams. So, yes, you're right. I, I tweeted this. I said, the Blazers aren't a bad team. They're not a good team. <laughs> they are a mediocre team. But then they went 0-3, and, and I'm like, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not a <laughs> mediocre team yet. Okay. But, yes, they're mediocre. Absolutely. Let's jump right into not my what ex- we want. Let's jump right into my excuses as I put on my politician's hat. 
my wife always tells Do me, it. you should be in politics. You can spend things amazingly. All right. So okay. <laughs> let's get right to this. All right. The Blazers are a mess. There's no doubt about that. They just went on three on this trip. They lost two games to two losing teams in Minnesota and Toronto. They have now not defeated a, a team with the current winning record since you, Indiana, excuse me, on December 4, and they just lost to Indiana. Um, they've lost eight of 11 and seven consecutive road games. Now, they are about to play, though, 10 of the next 11, 11 at home. To this date, they have played, I think, nine more road games than home games, which is the biggest difference in the NBA. And they are also just dealing with some bench issues, which we will get to. I still maintain that this is the month that will make or break them, that they need to rally this month to make up for all those road games they played, to stack some wins, to get back over 500 and give a little bit of a cushion there uh, to basically announce that they are legit. Otherwise... They should probably be considered to be what they look to be, which is just a mediocre team that's going to fight to be in the play-in. So how many games do you think they need to win this month, the rest of this month, for us to even begin to consider taking them seriously as a playoff team, a legit playoff team, not the play-in, the top eight? Okay, so of these 10 of 11 at home, I mean, I if they oh, go worse than seven and four, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, right? Um and I don't know if they can. Um, you play ten of eleven at home, and you're one game under five hundred. But yeah, I think I mean if they go worse, if they they have they really should go eight and three out of these eleven if they want if they want to be taken seriously. Because if not, they're gonna there's really no chance for me to say, oh yeah, they're good. I mean, you've got these excuses. Give me your excuses. Why 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 do you think it's okay? Why do you think everything's okay? Okay, so first off, you know, just briefly, th- this last trip was not pretty. There's a lot of things going on. They they stunk in the fourth quarter. The last four three actually three of the last four losses going into Toronto Sunday, they were horrible in the fourth quarter, scoring just 18 points per game. They played a better fourth quarter against Toronto, but they went into that quarter down 15 or 16 because they were just awful. The turnovers were just ridiculous. 24 turnovers in a, in a basketball game. That's a season high, and that was against a team that leads the league in forcing turnovers 17 per game. But Chauncey said after the game, we told them you have to take care of the ball. They did not take care of the ball, and you can definitely contribute that to them losing. But there's other things going, going wrong as well. Lillard hasn't been playing very well, uh, and they're not getting hardly any bench production. So that's my first real excuse right there. It's difficult to win in the NBA if your starters are playing between 37 and 42 minutes every other night or every night because you have no bench. And the reality is they just played these last three games. They played mo- actually most of the last few weeks now without their num- what would be their number six, their number seven, and their number eight people off the bench, which would be Peyton, uh, Little, and uh, Winslow. It's one thing to be without Peyton for a long time, but now to be without Winslow and Little, that means you have to give more minutes to Sharp, who regardless of his spectacular dunks, the guy just makes numerous mistakes. I wrote a long article on Oregon Live about it, how they're working to develop him slowly because every time he does a spectacular dunk, yeah, it looks great. And people think, oh, play him more. But he's making four or five errors on offense or defense, which is costing them possessions. Uh, so go check out my article on Oregon Live. I talked to Chauncey, obviously. I talked to Anthony and Winslow and Rodney Billups, who's the direct assistant coach in, in charge of helping to develop Shaden. But Shaden is not ready to be a, a, a consistent bench contributor. And then you have to give minutes to... to um, uh, Jabari, who everyone likes, but again, he's a rookie. He's making a lot of mistakes too. And also you have um, Eubanks. Watford's who, falling out. Watford's falling out. And then Eubanks, again, Eubanks does some nice things here and there, but there's a reason why 
He's a journeyman big man. He's not necessarily an impact player. So you have no bench right now. It's tough to win at a, anywhere in the NBA, let alone on the road. So that's sort of my excuse. Like I'm sort of waiting to see this team at least semi-whole again and then to see what they have. But right now they're not whole. The Peyton thing is really, really weird. He came back for one game. He twists his ankle. He yep. missed three games, even though he was listed as probable, I think, for two of them. And then was listed out. Maybe he'll play t- tomorrow night against Orlando. I don't know. We'll see. But no bench makes it very, very difficult to win. So no bench is right. They had three points. Right. The bench had three points against the Raptors. Right. Three points. Right. Three points. Three. Like that's, that, that was where Shaden's and everyone else didn't score. I know. And and you say Shaden's not ready, but he has to play because there's no one else to play, which I'm surprised Watford, we had high hopes, and it's, you know, he's dumped out. So that's, that's not good. Uh, there's no doubt that's true. But I'm just going to say this about, like, oh, they're getting healthy. The, the Blazers are looking for their bench players to get back. When you look at the league and in the West, the Blazers are 19, you know, the, the Blazers are now, you know, under 500 and they're in the mix with, so they're, they're 19 and 20 and they're, they're waiting for Nasir Little to get back and Winslow to get back. The Timberwolves are 20 and 21. They're waiting for uh, an all-star to get back. <laughs> Right, they're racing for their best player to get uh, back. The Suns are twenty and twenty-one. They're waiting for Devin Booker to get back. The Warriors are twenty and twenty. They're waiting for Steph Curry to get back. The Lakers are nineteen and twenty-one. They're waiting for Anthony uh, Davis to get back. Like, come on! (laughs) Like these teams are going to be instantly better, and you got. You're you're sitting there making the excuse that oh we're mediocre well, but, because we don't have Nasir Little like the Warriors are about no, to get no no Steph no I didn't say I didn't say day. Nasir Little I said Peyton Nasir Little whatever I don't care name them all three throw three them four, all losing they're not Anthony t- I know but losing three yeah, but bench guys can be the equivalent of losing a star no. player over a stretch of games when you're playing especially when you're playing most of them on the road I'm just saying you have you to have them a bench. all back. Carl Anthony Towns, Booker, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis. Those are the teams you're you're neck and neck with. Right. And that's who's coming back. And you're saying, oh, we're here. You know, be, my, my excuses saying, are bench. I'm saying, I'm saying a enough. lot of things. I'm saying a ton of road games. Okay. And I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying no depth because your six, seven, eight guys are out. If, if Booker were back for Phoenix and you took six, seven, eight off the roster, they would they would not be ripping off victories left and right. I don't believe. So and and I'm, and we're, and I'm not hold on. I'm not talking about the Blazers being in one or two. I'm talking about the Blazers maybe getting into the top six or top four when this thing is over. And they're never going to have a chance to do that without their bench. That's why I'm saying if they get the bench back and they play all these games at home, they need to win seven or eight of these next eleven to be taken seriously. Otherwise, if they don't, if they go 500, they're done. They're a playing team. They'll be out I know, I know. one or two games or none. That's what I'm saying. I I got it. I'm just Three saying minutes. the teams I named, the names I, the teams I named are not no. one through six. I named Warriors who are seventh, Suns who are eighth, the Timberwolves who are ninth, and the Lakers who are 11th. Like, I just don't see them getting okay, but, all those players back and then adding the, the Bookers, the Currys, okay. the Carl Anthony Towns, and the Anthony Davis, and this team being better than okay, those teams. But correct, but so correct. I just don't the, see how the you, Blazer, you have this dream correct, that they're going to move correct. up. 
Go ahead. Are you done? Okay. Yep. The, the Lakers at one point had Anthony Davis and and LeBron. Where were they? Yeah. At the bottom. Curry, when Curry was playing, what's their their record? I think I think their winning percentage without Curry is better than it is with Curry because with Curry they were below five hundred, and now they're okay. So so so. Okay, so there you go. So it's not like those guys were dominant no, when no, those no. guys played. They, but when they get them no, back, they should be better, of course. But I'm saying for the Blazers, you can't trot those guys out there for 42 minutes a night with no b- three points from your bench and expect to win very many games. So what I'm saying, all those teams, you know, if Curry comes back for Warriors, great. And if you get back three guys on the bench for the Blazers, that helps make their starters better because they're not exhausted and it helps their team. Does that mean they're going to be better than the Warriors? I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm talking about just getting into the top six. The Warriors, for all we know, are about to ready to go 20-0, right? They could just yep. rattle off with 15 and yep. 17 at any moment. Okay, so I don't believe the Blazers are better than the Warriors. So the Warriors, to me, have number one seed potential. Suns have top three potential. For Blazers, I'm just trying to see if they can get into the top six. And I can't judge them yet until they get the balance back in terms of home and, home and away and they have a legitimate roster that has a chance to rattle off a bunch of wins. One more quick thing. They've gone in patterns this year. They started 9-3. and three, Then they lost 8 of 11. Then they went 6-2. and two, Now they've lost 7-11. and 11. So now it's time. It's time for them to crank it up and get a positive stretch to balance things out. If they do that, I think they have a chance to be a playoff team. If they do not, they're toast. Yeah, I, I just my, my worry is they could play a lot better basketball uh-huh. and lose games because these other teams. You're right. The Warriors stunk when Curry was playing. The Lakers stunk when Davis was playing. And now they've corrected a lot of things and they're adding those players. Right. So you're right. There's a chance the Warriors will be worse with Steph Curry. I don't think so, but there's no, a no, chance. No, no, no. I never there's said a chance worse. the Lakers I never said worse. Well, I'm just saying the Lakers have won five in a row. Without, well, you're saying that there's no guarantee that they're going to be better. Who? The but Warriors how do you? Be, you got to beat these teams. Wait, I didn't you say play that. the Warriors. You know, you know, you play them. These are the teams you play. Now they don't have to play the Suns. You know, because they've already gotten through them. But you see what I'm saying? Like these teams are not. These teams are going to go seven and three in the in ten games. So if you don't, if you go seven and three, you're not even making up ground. Now I think. I don't believe in Utah. They're not coming back, in my opinion. And I still, I can't believe the, you know, good for the Kings. But I, I just don't see the Nuggets falling, the Grizzlies falling, the Pelicans falling, the Mavericks falling. The Clippers are kind of a mess, right? They've suddenly, they were hot, now they lost six in a row. So the Clip, Clippers are a wild card. Kings. I think the Kings could, I think the Kings could fall. You know, I don't and, believe in them, but they're proving, Pelicans. Proven Pelicans. Zion's out three weeks. Pelican. Pelicans. Yeah. Z- he's out three I, weeks. I don't think that they're going to tank. I just don't. Okay. They played pretty well without, you know, they he's a great player. And yes, they could go they could maybe do 500 while he's out, maybe, but I and they do have to play these other teams, but do I think that Pelicans can, can, are going to lose 8 in a row? No. You know what's funny? Here's what's funny. So, New Orleans, Dallas, Sacramento, Clippers, Warriors, Suns have lost combined their last 19 games. But continue. Right, right. But I mean, do you think that the do you think that they're better? Which team are are they better than there? Who the, the Blazers? The yeah, who are they better than? They've beaten are all the teams, of those teams we just, haven't they? They've beaten okay. every last one are of those be- teams. I think, except for first the of all, right? they, when was the last time they did? When they were whole? Because right? you just when they were whole. See, you bring up when okay. they were good so and they you, fell off. So Lillard got no, hurt. They lost a bunch of games, right? And then Lillard comes back and someone else gets hurt. So other people huh? gets hurt. Get hurt. I'm just saying that they haven't been whole, which is my whole, my whole point. When I want to see this team whole 
before I can and who's judge been, what they can be. And I'm Not, saying right. that nobody in the West, nobody it, in the West has been whole. Exactly, and that's why teams are rising and, and falling. And so this is a chance right. with this home stretch. If they can get whole, they have to make a push. If they do not, then I will write them They're off done. completely. Okay, but I'm That's giving. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the hope. I'm just saying, I'm just like the hope. you thought, you thought you you were your hope was they go two and one on the trip, right? And the <laughs> so, lack of right and the lack and of were, but 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 the lack of bench. You knew what the, you knew what the roster was. I did. Right, so you it's right. not like you still shopping. had hope. I still had hope. <laughs> right, I still had hope, but the roster did them in. Right, but right now they're coming they're home. Good but now they're coming home. Okay, they got away. Yeah, so, so they went on the road. Some of them are top, with no bench, and they top. lost. Now they're coming home, and maybe they'll have a bench. I'm saying if they can win, they can get themselves back into this thing. If they don't, they'll fall apart. So anyway, you're you're just you're 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 just a negative Nelly man. You're Debbie Downer. No, I'm not. I just wah, I, wah. <laughs> 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 God bless. Uh, you know what? You I'm go. Excited. I'm gonna give you. you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna share. say another I'm, word. You. I'm go. gonna. Sh- I'm gonna. No, I'm just gonna share a joy of being a father of a toddler. I gotta. Uh, I got a, a poop emoji from my wife. That's all. I, I'm happy, man. <laughs> Thee know, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, that, that changes. I say whatever you want, man. My kid, my kid pooped. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> but, is it an ex- but is it just a traditional poo or an exploding poo? I'm just saying, man. My, you know, <laughs> Thee knows what I'm talking about. Anybody who's got a three, four, or five-year-old. When when you get that emoji, that means I've, your kids uh, I've had more. I've had more. I've had more. I think I've experienced more poopy diapers than both you guys combined. But okay, leave me out of the conversation. Probably. I want to talk about poopy diapers too. I want to be included as a poopy diaper expert. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right. <laughs> all right. So let me. Okay. So let, let, let's shift um, to this because we kind of mixed all our three segments together. So let did. me let me ask you. You went too just, far, and I tried to bring where, you back. Where are you at? I try to. Save I know. You. I know. I totally. I. I I totally jacked up the rundown, but that's okay. We're just having fun today. Um, Gary Payton, what's up? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's an ankle, right? It's an ankle now, not a. It's an ankle. It's an ankle, dude. He was listed as probable, and then that thing jumped to doubtful and out. Apparently, he didn't. He didn't respond well to pregame stuff. Um, they have to get this guy back. Like it's it's imperative. That he comes back. I believe had he been playing this entire season, that, is, that with everything else that's happened, had he been playing this entire season, only missed a handful of games, instead of 19 and 20, I think they could easily be 24 and 16. I think he would have made that big of a difference defensively and just giving them another ball handler, another playmaker, um, just the energy he brings to the court. They've got to get this guy back above anything else. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. That's fine, but I do know <clears throat> that he's played a half a game. <laughs> and I didn't even know. And like, hey, they are the one and zero. They are one and zero with him in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, based on Undefeated. history, they'll never lose with Gary Payton. I don't know. Like I'm, I said it last time. I think people are overly optimistic about how much he changes them, but I don't know because he's played a half a game. It was against a terrible, terrible team. They won, and after the game, he said, "Yeah, I hurt my ankle a little bit, but I'm good." And he's not been good. Like it's not 
Like, I don't even get it. I mean, Winslow might return from his ankle injury and his leg basically snapped in half in front of my eyes and he might play first. So yeah, I don't get it. You know, you're closer to the, to the team than I am. Um, it's a very strange thing that a guy that would tweak an ankle, you don't even really see him limping that hard. He talks about after the game that, yeah, a little bit, and they act like he might miss a game. And uh, and now he's like listed as like out, <laughs> like he was out. Uh, but yeah, he could be back uh, tomorrow or um, never. I don't know. It's a very odd thing. And at this point, what we have learned is that if you're banking on Gary Payton the second uh, to change this team, you are you you're you're risking you're risking uh, being disappointed because I don't I don't know you know where he's we don't even know where he's going to play right what the minutes are like we're just about to see it and what a better place to see it against Detroit it was perfect except for the fact that he got hurt again. I, I don't know. I, 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 at some point in time, you start. All this does is cause people to to speculate, and I'm not willing to do it because I got no idea. I, you know, look. Are you? We all to know. Speculate. He, he, well, <laughs> the only reason he's in, the only reason he has a championship ring, the only reason why he got the contract he got is because he's a grinder. He's a worker. So when I when I get texts, not texts, but uh, DMs, or, excuse me, tweets. Or emails, people questioning him. Uh, you, you just collecting his paycheck. Does he like, like that? Just drives me nuts. Like this guy is all about. It has always been about grinding and working hard. So I, I believe if he's hurt, he's hurt. I believe he wants to play. Um, I think the ankle thing was just bad luck, and you know, let it heal properly. It sucks coming off of you know missing almost thirty games or whatever it was with the uh, while recovering from the core muscle surgery. But <clears throat> sometimes. Bad timing happens. That's just life. I, I think he's going to get the ankle right, and then I think he'll be back and ready to go and have a huge impact, and hopefully that'll be this week. So I'm going to be optimistic about that situation and not overdo it. I think sometimes people search for conspiracy theories and want to label people this and label people that because they're frustrated. I think sometimes things just happen. And it's unfortunate he hurt his ankle, but he'll be all right. The one thing that I sometimes I keep forgetting, in my brain he's younger. You know, my brain, he's not 30. Like, I forget he's 30. Mm-hmm. You know, when he says things like his body's been through a lot, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he just played a little year in the league. But he's been grinding and playing, you know, the bottom of rosters and the G League and no league. And, and um, so he is 30, right? So his – and he, he played a lot of basketball, junior college, Oregon State – and when you're when you're grinding and not on a roster, you're always playing because you can't rest because you got to make a roster. So, um, yeah, I just hope it's all right. I hope it's just a tweaked ankle and he's out there because uh, they need some they need some energy too, right? Um, this team exactly. doesn't lack doesn't lack effort, but it it had so much like juice in that first couple of weeks. The heart, you know. Heart never stops, but it just there was happiness, and and when you keep losing games in the the fourth quarter, um, you start having the expectations that you're going to lose games, and you need a person that's going to come in with that energy and that smile and that do something, jump, you know, get on the ground, get a loose ball, get a steal. Um, 
And that's it. That's all they got. I mean, like, they're not Anthony Davis is not coming back for the Blazers. You know, Steph Curry's not coming up, you know, gonna come off the bench and have the the world explode uh for them. They got GP two and Justice Winslow and Nasir Little, right? Like so, um, but if look at the three at the games. Most they energy, lost. It's him. Anthony Edwards went off. Does Peyton take four points away from Anthony, Anthony Edwards? Does he disrupt Halliburton? He doesn't get what fifteen and twelve assists or whatever. Does he get only twelve and four thousand? Four thousand assists and six you know, minutes. Van, Van Vliet, you know, <laughs> got hot. You know that that team's been struggling shooting threes, and they shot thirty nine percent against the Blazers. Van Vliet got things going. Does he disrupt Van Vliet enough? to take away four points. Like, those are the things you're hoping he's going to bring to the table. If he brings those to the table in all three of those games, they might win two. You know, maybe that's being generous, but they were in all three. Uh, so that's what they're hoping. And, that, you know, that's the kind of impact that they think they can have. And that's the kind of impact he brought to Golden State. He went out there and he harassed people and brought down the scoring of certain people. And that helped them win games. And, you know, this year without him, they're 500. Now, is it because of him? Not necessarily, but... You know, he clearly had an impact last year, and we'll see if he can have an impact with the Blazers and, and be the difference between a few wins the rest of the season. So we'll see. And if All not, right. we're gonna be we're gonna be talking. You know, soon we're gonna be talking about trading deadline. You know, and what's gonna happen. Right. And, um, and so that'll be a different podcast. But yeah, if they don't make some, <laughs> if they don't make that, that's gonna be a lot of fun to talk about anyway. But it will, it'll. Uh, there's nothing worse than being mediocre if you're a Blazer fan right now. I just think that's the truth. You're just so – I think Blazer fans are just so sick of being in the – so we're not – we're too good to tank, but we're not good enough to win a championship, right? Like right. how many years are we going to be in this spot? Last year they at least knew they weren't Committed. too good to tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Um, are we ready for my next fact adventures? Yeah, let's try one. Let's see how you do. Thien, you got something for us today? You got a no look? I do, but let's let's keep in mind the Blazers can't tank this year because they don't have their first-round pick. I guess they could. It wouldn't really benefit them. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, they no, they're, tank, they're tank is not an option. unless Well, unless they traded yeah, exactly. Lillard for some picks and hope that team tanked. But that team wouldn't tank if they, if they traded for Lillard. So. All right. Anyway. Which right. of uh, <clears throat> these? My new market correction. <laughs> Oh, you're okay. Perfect Avengers is that they will win at least seven of the next 11 and they will be in the top six. Top six. I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot. So pathetic. So pathetic. <laughs> so pathetic. So they are, only, they are only a game and a half out of fifth and they're only a half game out of sixth. Now, I'm not giving up hope on top four. I think that's possible if they can get some of the depth back because I do think that they can rattle off a bunch of wins. But I'm saying top six. In fact, what do you, what do you think? I think it's uh I think there's fact they could go seven and four, but I don't think seven <laughs> and four is top six. Did you say I'm embarrassed to know you? I'm embarrassed you? to know no, you just... right now. Like it's just it's like every week he, he's he won't because he just Fiend, it's so frustrating, right? He can't say he's wrong. Like, okay, I was wrong about that. It's a market correction. Like if I, wait, wait, wait. If I, if I call it a correction, you only correct things that are wrong. So by calling it a correction, I'm admitting that I was at least semi somewhat wrong. We won't be doing any day trading so, with the uh, Fentress's <laughs> recommendations anytime soon. <laughs> you know who Fentress is right now. Fentress is the guy that is, uh, you know, he's down. You're playing 11. He's down 10-9. He missed the layup. 
and he calls he calls the ticky tack foul, right? Like, oh, you you touched my leg, you grazed right? That's me, foul, you foul. grazed my elbow on the on non shooting you know, like, arm. Like, oh no, That's three shots in the ball. It's a it's a flagrant. There's no knock. way you would <laughs> up seven two. You would never call that foul, but he just so doesn't want to lose. And oh no, foul! Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, you you looked at my leg, and that was a foul. That's what he is right now. So, you looked at uh, my leg. Oh my uh, god! I'm just saying. Everyone's played with this guy, and you hate him. Uh, but yes, they could go seven and four. Uh, but I don't think se- seven and four doesn't get you in the top six. So, in my opinion, I just think there's they're only a half game out. Game. That's that's what's amazing about that. this. They're a half game yep. back. They're a half game back. They, no, they I mean go- if, if they go on a run, but I, I just look at their, you know, who they have to play. I mean, they're going to beat Orlando. Are they? They, you know, Cleveland's <laughs> they better only have- than them. To- they only have a few guaranteed Well, wins. if they can't beat – right, but if you can't beat – right, you're right. Orlando doesn't suck, suck, suck. They don't They don't. <laughs> Detroit suck right now, but they just suck. Like, if you can't beat Orlando at home, pack it in, right? Pack exactly. it in. You're not getting you're, you're not getting in the top six. And you're not – can you beat Cleveland? I don't know. Can you – you know, can you hold Mitchell to 69? I'm not sure. If Peyton's not <laughs> yeah, Peyton's playing. back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. And then you play Dallas back-to-back. You're not beating Dallas Ugh. twice, but you kind of have to to move up. You're not going to win at Denver right now the way you're playing. The Sixers, are, you know, at home, are you going to beat them? Well, you didn't last time. The Lakers, they're, they've won five in a row. By then, they might have Davis back. You you can't lose to the Spurs. It's almost impossible, so you get that win. I, I don't believe in Utah. You're at Utah at home. If you don't win that game, what are you? You just lost to Toronto, but you should beat them at home. Atlanta, God knows who's going to be on that team and who's going to be coaching it by the time you play them there. <laughs> they could be in first place, or they could or, or Thien could be coaching them. I don't know. So we're going I don't like so humidity. You know what I mean? Like, but we... <laughs> By the next podcast, I'll be market correcting too. The Blazers will not be out of the play-in by the end of this month. (laughs) They're tenth right now, dude. I'm just saying, like you're 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 on the you still you just keep on believing things are going to happen that aren't happening, and maybe they will, and maybe you'll be right at some point. But uh, I picked play-in before the end of the year. It feels it feels playing to me, and to me that means you're going to win between. You know, 42 and 46 games, and right now we're looking closer to 42, if you're lucky. So, um, yeah, no, I, I'm not uh, – I am uh, I think they can go 7-4, but I don't think they'll be in the, the top six. It won't shock me. Of course, it, it, it could happen because they're separated by so little. Exactly. So if everyone else stinks, but um, – so they I'm can not get crazy, there, but no, I'm not. So I'm, I'm not, not buying. I'm not buying it until it happens. Of course, well, you are crazy, and you're 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 slightly <laughs> am I despicable. Am I Michigan? Like, am I Michigan? <laughs> no, of course you're Michigan. You're definitely Michigan. Uh, all right, we got how how uh, I got uh, how quick can we do Thien's, uh No look before we let's go. do how, it. Let's, let's do, do it, it real Thien. fast. What do you got? Who's more likely to be traded at the deadline, Nasir Little or Josh Hart? Ooh. Well, to me, it's easy right now. I don't know if anyone wants sincere little until he shows it. So I would say Josh Hart. You know, I don't. And it, what are you trying to get? I don't. I, don't, I think Nasir Little's got his contract's great in the sense you're paying him. You know, so little uh, if he could play, but I I don't see the market for Little being anything right now. Because I don't. Who's he going to help? Like, who's going to want him? Nasir's like, a good bench player, want, dude. Are you serious? 
Is he? Is he? Yeah. Do you think he? Now oh, yeah. Hart is. I know Hart is. If I'm playing for, uh, if I'm playing for Bench something, player? right? Then I know Hart's going to play and he's going to be on the court. High energy and defense. Little. Yeah, and he's played how many games? Well, if you're talking about health, yeah, but as being a good player. Well, I'm just saying, like right now, if you're a team and you're you're asking me which one's more likely, if I'm a GM, I'm like, well, I have no idea what I'm getting with Little. He just broke a thing. I don't even know what that thing is. Like, what is that? What you broke? <laughs> like what? It was what? a hip thing. I'm just saying, like, what happens with that? And he's not proven. He's not a proven NBA player. Um, and I'm I'm not trading for him if I'm a young team that's hoping for stuff. He's not a guy that's high on my list to care about right now. Um, so I would say it'd be Hart just because if I'm a contender and I need, you know, I need some, I need minutes and I need defense and I need energy um, and a guy off of the bench that just fills the cracks. I mean, he, to me is a, he's that guy. So I, I think it'd be Hart. All right. I think this was a trick question. I think any player that the Blazers would trade for that could have an impact on winning is going to cost both of them because you're you're moving nineteen million dollars <laughs> in salary, uh, and the team would take those friendly contracts with one expiring in heart, uh, and Little's not a huge hit, and he does give you you know a young player with some upside, and he, at the very least he's a good guy off the bench. Uh, so that's nineteen million dollars to go along with Shaden Sharp and his what five million dollars, and now you can get yourself a twenty-seven million dollar player. <laughs> Um, so I think I think if they if there's a trade that's had and one goes, the other one's going with them. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean he I just win. can't be wrong with that, right? Like just group them together. <laughs> I don't know. Foul! That foul, wasn't the, foul. that wasn't the motivation. <laughs> it's just thinking logically, thinking outside the box. Oh, gee, Willikers! I don't know what I agree to with this guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I never uh, thought that. Uh, I never. Why can't you just I, say that I, was a genius I, response? Why do you have to criticize it me for it? Okay. It At just, least tell me it, I'm smart first, a, and then make fun of me. I think you're right. <laughs> okay. Now you can make fun of me. I was like to say. Now you can make get, fun of me. <laughs> if you're gonna right, if you're the Blazers and you're gonna make a trade and you're gonna mm-hmm. trade players, you're gonna, you you want to get something in return. You're not giving away anything at this point, and neither one of them uh, is gonna get you uh, is going to get you something that would motivate you to trade just one of them that does make sense to me so i will i will i will applaud that uh, i will make a market correction <laughs> and say that's not a that's not a bad uh that's not a bad answer but is that gonna be All my right, middle well, name uh, aaron market correction Fentress? right <laughs> let me just say this if they lose tomorrow night to orlando we're gonna have oh to have a, a pop oh my a pop up a pop up pod because he's gonna need another market correction folks <laughs> i'll just tell you right now lose to orlando at home and uh yeah there we go Okay, well, thanks for listening to the Craig Mox Aaron Fentress podcast. We appreciate uh, you listening to us. Please subscribe to us and uh, give us a positive rating, which I'm sure most of you will since Craig gave me the business all day today. But we will be back next week after the Blazers sweep the Mavericks at home and get right back into the thick of things. Thanks for listening. Take care.